Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to learn how to live their truth, get rich, and make a massive difference in the world. I'm your host, Adam Force, co-founder at Change Creator and co-creator of the Captivate Method. Each week, we talk to experts about leadership, digital marketing, and sales strategies that you can implement in your business and life to go big. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to grab awesome resources that will help drive your business forward. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast Show. This is your host, Adam Force. Um, excited about today's conversation. I hope everybody's having a great week, by the way. Um, this conversation today was actually recorded on Facebook Live just this past, uh, this past last week. Um, and it's a really important conversation between myself and Danielle, and I wanted to share it here on the podcast so that you guys didn't miss it. And we're going to be talking about three really important factors that will help uh, exponentially increase your sales in the end, right? And there's a lot of interesting statistics around this as well. So not stuff we're just making up. So we're going to, we're going to talk through it. Um, And it ties into how we're building trust with our marketing strategies um, and being genuine with our company. So we're going to walk through three really important things that you need to consider when it comes to growing the business and earning trust with customers, okay? If you missed our last episode, it was with Renee Garcia, and we talk about becoming the best version of yourself as an entrepreneur. So she is a transformational coach. She is somebody that helps with the money mindsets and kind of breaking down those unconscious limiting beliefs and things like that. So we can really step into the role we need to step into because we can't become a six-figure entrepreneur, seven-figure entrepreneur, somebody that's changing the lives of you know a lot of people if we don't become that person, right? And so we have to kind of get out of our own way and she's really good at helping people with that. And so it's a really powerful conversation. So if you missed it, definitely go back and check it out. It's with Renee Garcia. All right, guys, um, not too many other updates at this point. Uh, We did, uh, we always have fresh content going out on changecreator.com. It's also that content from changecreator.com is flowing into the Change Creator app at this point. So any articles that are on the site will be flowing into the app. The app has a library of over 30 premium magazines that are there with tons of insights, strategies, and inspiration from the top entrepreneurs around the social entrepreneurship space, okay? Uh, Lots of good insights there. So it's only a dollar a month to get access to the app. It's just something that's a really great handy tool on uh, your phone for quick access to a lot of great content. All right, guys, we're going to dive into this conversation um, between myself and Danielle, and uh, let's kick it off. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. What's up, everybody? Excited to be here uh, with my uh, partner, Danielle. We're going to be talking about three big things that exponentially drive sales online today and what you need to know about them. This is something near and dear to our hearts uh, here at Change Creator because um, there's so much changing right uh, around the marketplace and online business since we reached the year 2000 and you know the late 90s till now. 
as we got into the online digital space, um, there's been a real hindrance on trust. Um, everything from before that too, but once we get into clickbait and everything, there's just been a lot of things that create red flags for people, um, interruption ads and all those types of things. So trust is becoming more and more important than ever today. And there is really no black and white solution to, uh, to solve for it in business online, but there are steps that we can take that will help. So that's what Danielle and I want to talk about today is three proven steps that you can take. These are backed by all kinds of evidence. Um, and there's different areas of your business that we're going to cover that have to all work together, right? So if you're catching this as a replay, just put a uh, replay in the comments. We'd appreciate that. And we'll dive into this conversation on these three things. So um, I'm just going to highlight, Danielle, real quick, the three things. The first thing, actually, I don't know if we want to expose all three or we're going to just go in order. But the first thing is brand storytelling, right? This is how we create an emotional connection. And this is what we call, Danielle, right, is the core story for people. Um, and it's grounded usually in the founder, right, of the business, why the business started, what it's all about, what their beliefs are, and things like that. And Danielle, I think you said it really good before when you said that the core story creates the synergy and it actually drives your business in all areas so that they become cohesive. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because we're talking about how your brand story can help create trust, especially online, but in any brick and mortar business as well. But the idea of this consistency or synergy, think of uh, when you meet somebody for the first time, maybe at a party or something, and maybe they give you a good first impression. Maybe they're kind of cute and you're like, oh, it'll be interesting to talk to them more. Um, and you, maybe you have a few touch points with them over the course of the night and you hear them, you know, talk about their job or talk about their family or, you know, what they, their hobbies. And, and everybody has had this moment where you're talking to someone and thinking like something doesn't quite add up here or like your spidey sense goes up and you're not quite sure yeah. what the red flag is, but you're a little bit, um, maybe have your guard up a little bit. And that's yeah. one example of when things are not consistent or like something just doesn't quite feel right. And that feeling uh, translates into your experience or a customer's experience with a brand or with a company or even with a founder. So the power of kind of what Adam mentioned, your core story, when you know authentically, you know, your purpose and your why, and you're translating that across all touch points in your business, it's automatically going to be more consistent because it's true and it's um, very close to the values that drive your decisions and drive how you produce your product and how you choose to market it with ethics yeah. in mind rather than, you know, poor marketing practices and all of these things add up into a feeling of trust, right? So that's why brand storytelling is something that we focus on as a whole in Captivate as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs today, as we, as the idea of social entrepreneurship is kind of growing over the years, you know, it's in all these universities now, and this is, you know, this is who we love to work with as well, because we want to change the world by changing the way we do business, right? Um, and when we think about business, we all are, as human beings, we, we come from a good place, 
Nobody wants to see the rainforest get wiped out. <laughs> Nobody wants to see all these, you know, oil spills, bad things, whatever's going on that bothers you for bad business around the world. Um, we want to do good things and we're not just money hungry people. So when we can start digging into those parts of who we are and be very genuine about it, all the decision-making from our business comes from that really genuine place, like you're saying, and that threads throughout the business. So now when we get into the next two things we want to talk about, uh, the next one being design, all of a sudden, the that story is not just something on your about page. It's, it's, it's the North star, if you will, for the decision-making on the design and everything else that goes on in your business with the marketing. So the whole ecosystem is, is actually affected by that story, right? So it's not, I think there's some misconceptions out there about what a brand story is really all about or what sales stories are for. Um, they're not just a simple thing you say. So storytelling is visual and um, verbal, right? So I wanted to make a point about that. And then I think we can dive into the next uh, area of the business that's really important for trust, which is design. Anything else on your end, Danielle, from brand storytelling? No, I think you covered it. And it segues nicely into design because um, one thing you mentioned about when we were talking about making first impressions and how this is connected to your yeah. core story as a brand um, is yeah. that you want the feeling of your visual design to speak to you know the personality of the business or you as a founder if you're very tied or one in the same and uh and it needs to make sense like does the visual story tell like match the um spoken story like you said adam and does it give that sense does it match the emotions again we're talking about consistency does the design match yeah. what you say you yeah. believe in and the type of you know values that you live and embody in your business yeah yeah and, and that kind of goes into the point about synergy that you made too because it's like if something's not making sense you're hearing all this great stuff you do and then it's like something feels off right um you know neil patel had a great stat that he outlined from usability.gov and it said having a credible i'm going to read this here having a credible looking website that is well designed was given a rating of four out of five in the relative importance scale in a study by usability.gov and that translated into how people rated that people rated the design of a website as the most important trust factor because it enhanced the credibility of the company and therefore made them more likely to become a customer. And I think it's fair to say that you probably have heard this idea, uh, Danielle, microscript, <laughs> uh, this idea that first impressions matter. Have you ever heard your parents or somebody say that first impressions matter? You're going out for that job interview today, right? First job out of college or something. If you haven't been an entrepreneur your whole life, um, and they're going to say first impressions matter. Going to meet somebody important at that conference, first impressions matter. Um, and it starts with people subconsciously kind of analyzing you as a design. So how are you dressed? How do you look? How do you carry yourself? Not much different than when they go to your website. As soon as someone learns about your business and they're interested, what are they going to do? Google you. Let's see what they're all about. Are they professional? Do they have something of interest? And the first impression, whether they consciously will say it or not, subconsciously, they're thinking, is this someone I want to do business with or not within like three seconds? Am I in the right place? <laughs> right? And that design, I'm a designer. 
I love design. I love branding. I love all that stuff. And I think it's really important in business. And I would never design a magazine, a website, or anything without understanding the brand story or core story that we've been talking about, because that is where the inspiration comes from and tells you what that thing should look like. Right, Danielle? Yeah, absolutely. And I like your point of somebody who lands on your website. They're asking themselves in the split seconds when they land, am I in the right place? Is this for me? Is this person or company or brand aligned with where I see myself and how I wish to go forward. Where am I trying to go? Will this website help me do that? And if they see any flags that kind of point in a different direction, immediately they're going to bounce. And being um, a nerd on analytics and all things (laughs) website, uh, Amy, our other, the co-creator of, uh, co-founder of um, change creator and working on Captivate with us. She's, yeah. you know, definitely uh, has her brain in the analytics a lot. And as you know, bounce rates are a real thing and it can dramatically change how well you are magnetizing the right people and not just having them come to your website the first time, but what is the next step for them? Does right. everything connect so that they feel comfortable to take that next step with you? Because you're not at a coffee shop. You can't say like, hey, can I buy you a coffee and learn more about what you need? (laughs) No, you have to make that impression without you on the website physically um, through the design, through the story and give people confidence that they are in the right place. It's worthwhile to take the next step with you. Like we talk about that too. Um, An exchange of value, someone on your website, do they want to join your email list? Not if it's worth it, not worth it. No way. They're out of there. Exactly. It is. And, um, you know, as far as design goes, there's an interesting um, definition of something that was captured by, I think it was Nielsen Norman Group. So they do lots of data and all those surveys and stuff. And so it's called the aesthetic usability effect. And the definition of that is, Uh, It refers to a user's tendency to perceive attractive products as more usable. So people tend to believe that that things that look better will work better, even if they actually don't. Now, this goes right now. We've been doing this little comparison of human beings, right? Talking to somebody or sitting at the coffee shop to the website, how they look, first impressions, all that kind of stuff. And this is no different. So if you know, I think it's Robert Caldini. He wrote that book, uh, The Psychology of Influence, right? Pretty famous book. If you haven't read it, you probably should. Um, you know, And he talks about this one area where whether people like it or not, subconsciously, they have found that when someone is good looking, right? How shallow does this get? I'm telling you. But when someone's good looking, they trust that person more and they believe that they are more successful just because of that immediate impression of how they look. Um, this is not far off from what happens in the digital world now. And it goes with products, websites, and your business, you know, all that stuff. They're going to assess you. And the first barrier is really connecting with them on that brand story. Then the design making sense, right? Here I am. Does this make sense? This is quality. And I love the saying that how you do anything is how you do everything. So think about that for a second, because they're going to say, if your website looks like crap and everything else is poorly designed, what does that mean for your product then? 
why, especially when you're getting into high ticket offers, how, why would you spend that money? Um, you're going to have to work a lot harder. Now that leads us into a segue into the next thing, which is the user experience, which is also known as UX, right? So all of a sudden, let's say you connect with them. They land on your site. They Google you, right? They learn and they Google you. They see part of your brand story is that it's going to be that headline expression. What are you about? What makes you different? Are they in the right place? Then they're going to notice your design. Do they feel like you have quality design that makes sense for them? Uh, if you get past those barriers of trust, now they maybe buy your product, right? But the trust development process doesn't stop there just because you got the business, right? We have revenue channels that are about renewals and we have customer loyalty that we want to keep on. That's why we have loyalty programs and all that kind of stuff. But what people really want there is something that is cohesive in the sense of, does this company know me? Are they taking steps to take care of me and put care into what they do and make my experience the best it can be? So that continues the trust process there. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. And it's almost, it makes me think of um, the longer the relationship is, and I use relationship in the way we do with Captivate, which is uh, that encompasses, you know, somebody being on your website and choosing to join your email list and the stories that you exchange digitally. Um, but right. it's less likely to be a fluke when it's longer and it's still consistent and they still get you and they're still kind of serving you know, the next piece of information or piece of value that's that's useful for you as a, as a potential customer or as a customer. Yeah. And um, just every touch point reinforces you closer to a trusting relationship. Like I can trust this brand even more yeah. or it takes you further away. So it's almost like two steps forward, one step back, depending how yeah. each touch point goes. And of course you would like to build a stronger, more trusting experience over time, um, but it can go either direction. So that's why it's not a one and done thing like, oh my, and I bet you have experienced this where you go to a website and it is flashy and it does sound great and the quality looks pretty good. But then there's, you know, um, a broken landing page or they send you an email with the wrong name in the header or, you know, something it later on in your experience makes you feel like, oh, actually, maybe that was just a fluke the first time. Like, it's not as good as I thought. So first impressions count, but what continues in the long run is, you know, that consistency and um, staying yeah. with them on the path of supporting whatever. Again, I'm here as a customer. Here's where I want to go. I'm choosing to go with you. The, the better you yeah. do at helping me get there, um, the better we're going to enjoy. Right. Deliver on your promise. Deliver right? on your promise. Exactly. Deliver on your promise. Because that's, that's the other thing is like, if you make a promise, which is what your offer is all about, um, and you don't deliver, um, you lose trust immediately. Right. So, you know, you might have some hiccups like Danielle mentioned, and I, I have seen research that'll say, People will forgive you to an extent if the design is really good. And you're like, all right, you know, whatever. These things, you know, people move quick today online. But if your product is start, you know, it's falling apart, it's not delivering uh, on its quality, not getting the result, you're going to lose that trust in the right. long And it erodes a lot faster than it builds, which, you know, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, there was something.
thing too that I, I want to share because it's really important for you guys. He, the, when you start adding these pieces together, there was a book by James Queer, this Atomic Habits, and he gave this example about this cycling coach who made one, 1% incremental changes to many, many parts of their process as a team. And within like five years, they were like the top in the world. And so, you know, it's all these little tweaks that add up, right. And empower your business to make exponentially, um, larger number of sales. Right. And so, um, you have to consider how these all work together. And a nice uh, quote um, for statistics that from a company called Headstream is that this is about the brand story. That I forgot to mention this on the earlier part of the conversation. That if people love a brand story, they found that fifty-five percent are more likely to buy the product in the future. 44% will share the story that's earned marketing, free marketing, and 15% will buy the product immediately, right? So if you're earning more trust with the design, connecting emotionally with the brand story that is threaded throughout the ecosystem of your digital footprint, and you have a good user experience, I mean, all of a sudden these things are working together and you're going to be increasing your trust. You're going to be increasing your sales. You're going to be increasing your loyalty and renewals, which put it all together and you have a substantial uh, change in your business bottom line for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's, and I think this comes up in our coaching calls sometimes too. It can feel like every little uh, decision or every little step um, can feel like a make or break moment. And in yeah. reality, it's not that definitive, but every little step in every moment adds up and it does kind of combine into real big results and big momentum and, and big movement. Yeah. So um, we kind of hold that tension in coaching sometimes between uh, this decision does have gravity, but also you just need to make it and see what happens. Right. Um, and it all adds up you know, but it's a cohesive ecosystem. It's not one thing will make or break. Like if you just fix your homepage, that will solve everything. No, unfortunately, that's not it. It's very important to fix your homepage, but it's not going to make or break everything. Um, yeah. So you need to kind of consider all of these points along that customer journey. Which is, it's a good point, but don't feel like, um, I guess, defeated in any way. Like, oh, I do all, no, just one thing at a time, right? Just like the cycling coach that made small changes. We're going to, we're going to change the, the, the helmets that we use. We're going to change the tires that we use. We're gonna, and just little by little, everything starts work, like, uh, what do you call it? Compounding over right. time. Right. And so, it's, and it's not hard yeah. if you're basing it off your personal values, your authentic voice and your authentic yes. brand story. That's why we teach yes. that part because that makes all of these small things uh, automatic actually when you and accurate and yeah. genuine. I mean, so this trust conversation starts with they re really having the right core story, which is why we focus on that so much. So, you know, that is that driver. That is the foundation of the house. Everything else is stems from that. So if you don't have that and it's not done right, um, it makes everything much more it's like we see it all the time. Everything is, um, kind of like, it makes no sense together. That's not cohesive, you know, and it's like, you're all over. It's ambiguous. That's, that's the word I wanted, you know? Um, 
And Danielle, there's one stat, guys, from this Edelman report. Edelman does a report every year about trust, and there's so many good pieces of insight in there. We'll, we'll get some maybe articles out there that kind of capture some of it. But at a top level, um, the Edelman report, I'm pulling this up here. Let me see if I have it. Uh, yeah, so they had this evolution of the trust in a brand, right? So one, 81% said they won't do business with the brand if they can't trust that the brand will do the right thing for society. This is huge. It became, it was first more, most important about the product experience, then the customer experience. Now the impact on society is creeping up. And as we become social entrepreneurs, trying to make a difference, trying to do the right thing with our business. And if our core story and then our, everything we do is threaded through that, and we're trying to do something that's right, you're going in the right direction with where customers' heads are at today. It's important to understand these things. And they call it, you have to be aware, like we've heard of greenwashing and stuff like that. There is this thing they call now trust washing. They, all the consumers out there say that too many brands use societal issues as a marketing ploy to sell more of their products. That's 56% of people say that. And that's something to be aware of because we don't want to do it just because we, we saw the data. We want to do these things from our from who we truly are, our, our authentic selves, and come from a genuine place, because otherwise people will know. People will will find out and you will lose that trust. Absolutely. Yeah. And another term that you may have heard referring this referred to as impact washing, right? And it's kind of comes down to walking the talk, you know, be true to your values, yeah. live your values, be consistent in your values and the decisions that you make. Walk the talk. Yeah. And that's why it translates yeah. across um, these three specific things that we mentioned today that all create that trusting experience because it's not necessarily a black and white fill in the blank, you know, boom, check mark. <laughs> it's you, you know, live uh, the decisions that build your business. Exactly. Well, listen, I think that's a good note to wrap up. I think we've been on for over 20 minutes and um, we'll jump off here. I hope that was helpful for everybody. Um, we'll put a, um, there's a download we're going to put about storytelling because if we can get you guys acclimated to start understanding more about storytelling for your business, it's a great first step for you. So we're going to put our storytelling roadmap in the first comment or the description here. You'll get a link and you guys can check that out. It's totally free. Tons of good insights in there just to kind of get you started. Yeah. Danielle, you good? Ben, nice to chat. Thanks for tuning into the Change Creator Podcast. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to get access to free downloads and other great resources that will drive your business forward.